We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, here we go. Salute to Knicks Nation on this Sunday evening. Another edition of Knicks Weekly presented by Underdog Fantasy. Go to underdogfantasy.com and use our code KFTV for a first-time deposit match up to $100. On tonight's show, all eyes are on Julius Randle. The Julius Randle injury update. We're going to talk about that. Plus, Jalen Brunson once again putting the league on notice, man, with an incredible week, really putting the team on his back after the all-star snub, and he's continuing to dominate. We're going to talk about that. Plus, our underdog player of the week. And we're going to look, take a look at this week's matchups, man. So lock in, hit the like button, hit the share button, and subscribe to the channel. CP the Franchise, Alex Rotaros on the ones and twos. Let's get to it, man. Let's get to it. Salute, salute, salute. All right, man. Al, how you feeling, man? A little disappointed, bro. A little disappointed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Baltimore came out lackluster today. Ah, Baltimore, uh, man. Ben Baltimore. And then Detroit decided to mess around and find out. So, mm, 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 mm. Both Detroit and Baltimore, Al, proved they are not ready for the big show. They you know what would be ready. great, though? Yeah, I'm listening. Uh, Ryan Gosling, when he has to play uh, Jared Goff in the movie on how the Detroit Lions almost made it to the Super Bowl yeah. and make the, you know, the just it's something similar to Friday Night Lights. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So there's no booby miles in this one. Um, yeah, that was that was tough, man. You, you know, with Baltimore, I mean, they they're still committing penalties right now. The game's over. The game's been over. Lights out at the arena and, and they're still. Committing foolish. Zay Flowers, what are you oh, doing, Zay bro? Flowers, we the we don't need that player of the game. What are you doing, Zay Flowers? What are you doing but costing your team? And then and then in the fourth, I mean, you know, Lamar's trying to come back, and he turns into Lamar of old. I'm like, what's changed? What's changed? I I really wanted the story to be different for Lamar and the Ravens, and they came in. And left this game the same old, same old Ravens. For the Lions, you know, once San Francisco turned the Jets up on them in the second half, they 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 got so shook they couldn't bounce back. I didn't like the uh, going for it on fourth and three there in the fourth quarter. That was quarter. the stupidest thing I've ever seen. I'm like, yo, you take points you right gotta get there, the points. man. You got to get the points. You take the points. Niners had way too game. much. Niners had way too much momentum. You didn't. I don't see why would you why you would give up. You know, give a chance to give them a short field if you're not going for points right there. 
And once they missed that field, once they missed the fourth and three, the game was over. Game was oh, over. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, man. Uh, anyway, back to these Knickerbockers, Al. 3-0 and on the week, including a bounce-back win. Rivalry week, and they passed with flying colors. Bounce-back win over the New Jersey Swamp Dragons. And then you had them dismantling the champs by 38 points. And then also running away from the heat in the fourth quarter of uh, Saturday's matinee rivalry week matchup in the uh, in the wake of losing Julius Randle, man. How do you reflect on this week, man? Solid week for the New York Knicks. I mean, obviously we're still waiting on the news for Julius Randle, but when you look at the team as a whole and how they performed this week, you got to be thrilled with how they were able to just sweep the entire week. They take down the Nets. You know, that was a close game. But then not only did they defeat the champ CP, but they also defeated the the second place, the runner-ups in the Miami Heat, who were also in the NBA yeah. Finals. So good showing for the Knicks, and and like when they're fully healthy, what they can do. But I'm still worried about Julius Randle, man. Like I just need to know. Like I don't know about you, yeah. But I've been sitting. I feel like that SpongeBob meme with a cup of coffee, and I'm in okay. the diner just waiting for the news. That's how so. I've been let's waiting. give him the news. Let's give him the I news. Want, I want the news. Here it is. The update on Julius Randle is Julius Randle is out with a dislocated shoulder for tomorrow's game in Charlotte. This is according to our guy Fred Katz of The Athletic. Uh, still no word on the extent of the injury or a timetable. So, you, so you there that is. You almost had me there for a second. As there soon as <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> you woke up, woke up today, and that was the first thing on people's minds. It wasn't who's going to the Super Bowl. It was any update on Julius Randle. And I've been getting those DMs. I've been getting those questions, texts. From this morning straight through until we went on the air today. On top of that, oh boy, oh boy. The Twitter doctors, orthopedists, everywhere came out of the woodworks, man. I told you this was gonna this was not going to end well. I told you. Woke up this morning, DMs is flooded. Yo, check out this YouTube breakdown of the Randall shoulder injury. Check out this this Twitter uh, diagram of a labrum tear. This is what I had to wake up to this morning, bro. I told you. I told you, man. And this was payback for everybody just tweeting and DMing you, asking you questions. You decided to just go with the... When I saw Bondi do that, I was like, okay, Bondi. This is just like a low blow. Wait, what Bondi Bondi do? Oh, well, he was like... He he was like... uh, Essentially what you were saying, but he threw the graphic in there with with Randall. I'm like, of course he's not playing tomorrow's game. We know that. That That's not news. Listen, man, I I came out on Twitter. I said, listen, I'm not watching any videos. Stop sending me the videos. Stop sending me the the, uh, the the diagrams. I'm not watching it. I'm not interested. When the news comes out of how long he's going to be out for, we'll say it on this show, and we'll go from there, man. The the, the guessing game was, was just ridiculous, man. Two, go get two. your guy from the Celtics. Go get Hauser, yeah. a.k.a. Doogie Hauser. <laughs> To go get the evaluation done. Brian, uh, Brian in the chat says, uh, too much Doogie Howser, man. It, it, <laughs> it, it was just ridiculous. So um, here is uh, here's Fred Katz. He goes, uh, Thibodeau has a few options to start a power forward tomorrow with Randall out. Could start Hart. Could go with Grimes or Chua, too. But he's really shied away from playing Grimes and Dante DiVincenzo together. My guess is he goes hard. Yeah, he's going to go hard at the three. He's going he's gonna to go hard at the three. OG at the four, and like he says here, then stagger both of them so one of them is the backup four. You could also go Precious, backup four, if you want to go Twin Towers with Precious and uh, Precious Sims. and 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 Hartenstein, Precious and Sims. 
But I, I think that'll be your starting five. Yeah, I see. Uh, yeah, I just see OG as being that guy. He's the most versatile defender that we got. So I don't know yeah. why you would go in any other direction without OG playing the four. Yeah. Grimes would be interesting. I feel like like I get why he would go with Hart. You want your other defender out there. But you need a little bit of offense, too. I feel like if you want some defense, have a capable three-point shooting, you can go that direction. I don't know if he's just looking at Grimes as just someone to have off the bench and to have some shooting with the bench. But that's another option. Uh, you can't go Grimes. You, you need to keep your rebounding principles intact. You got to go Hart. You have to go Hart. You have to play, you know, when I when I say Hart, you have to go with your size and quote-unquote, right, because he's like the biggest of the undersized guards that they have. So he can kind of yeah. play that tweener. You need that. Plus, you need to get those, you know, keep your rebounding edge and your experience. I, I don't see them going three smaller guards with uh, with Brunson, DDV, and Grimes as your big three. I think they go Hart. To me, that makes the most sense. You, you go with Hart and, or does, uh, and go with OG. Or does Tibbs do what he did last season with the second unit and have Jericho Sims out there with Isaiah Hartenstein in the starting unit and just go Twin Towers in that look? Does he go Twin Towers? See, the, the thing is, I mean, you, you're, losing a lot of, you're losing a lot of offense here, man. You're losing a lot of offense, and that's why, to me, it's important to start Hart because at least with Hart, with OG, with Brunson, like you still have guys that are going to attack the basket. That's going to keep the, the, the Knicks' offense rolling. You can't get stuck out there on the perimeter, and if you put the two bigs out there like that, you're going to get bogged down in the half court very easily. You know what I mean? At, at, yeah. least, at least if you have the Villanova 3 plus OG – that's, you still have some firepower there and guys that can move the ball, guys that will attack the basket, and then, like I said, with Hart, be able to get defensive and offensive boards. For sure. I know it's most likely going to be Hart. Just going through the other variations that we've seen in the past and what other... I mean, I don't see Precious starting at the four. There's no shot to Precious. I just, yeah. I just think Tibbs will either go most likely Hart, but there are other options that he can go with as well if he wants to... Liven up the offense, or if he just wants to go defense heavy oriented and protect the rim at all costs. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then, you know, obviously you have the uh the February trade deadline on February eighth. You have the buyout market. Does it change how they approach things in terms of targets? Do they try to use that traded player exception, which they have at five point two million dollars? Do they try to use that? And try to uh, just bring in a, a, a player into the roster spot. Not that many options, but certainly a possibility. How about Jacob Toppin? Shout out Hector Vasquez in the chat. How about Jacob Toppin? I think Jacob wow. Toppin could could get a look. Bring Jacob Toppin up. That would be hilarious. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, do it, man. I mean, you got to do whatever you can at all costs at this point. Jacob Toppin yeah. had a really good night for Westchester. Yesterday, 32 so, points, 30 some points. Yeah, 32 points. So you can give him a look with that second unit and start to work him in. I wouldn't be opposed to that. You know, his defense is better than his brother's. Um, that's one way. I I feel like if you're a Tibbs at this point, you just got to turn over every stone possible to figure out what yeah. you have on this roster and to keep yourself afloat. Um, yeah. There is the buyout market. But there's still not that many great options. Do you, or, or how about this? Do you go to Brooklyn and go ask for Royce O'Neal? 
Certainly possible. What's his salary structure looking like? Let me pull it up. I feel like that's yeah. a deal the Nets could make with the the Nets. Let's see. Royce yeah. O'Neal contract. Typing it in right now. Let's see what we got here. He's got four years, thirty-six million. So he's averaging eight million annually. Mm-hmm. He's in the lat he's making nine million this season, nine point five. Mm. He'll be an unrestricted free agent at the end of this year. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Yeah, wouldn't wouldn't be a bad look. Cer- certainly wouldn't be a bad look. Street Sciences, Jermaine O'Neal. 1,200 in the chat, man. Let's get those likes up. Hit that like button. Hit the share button and subscribe to the channel. And let's pull up the schedule here and take a look at, at uh, how things look. You know, we don't know how long he's going to be out for. Uh, let's see here. All right, so if we go to Tankathon, so we have Charlotte tomorrow. You have Utah. Then you got home, six straight at home. Utah, two against Indiana at home. The OB revenge game against the Lakers. Memphis, certainly a winnable game. You got Luka Doncic, Luka Magic. And then you finish at Houston, at Orlando before you hit the All-Star break for another week. So you do have some winnable games here. Six of the of the, the, of the nine before the All-Star break are at home. Then you get a week off for All-Star. So, you know, again, don't know how long he's going to be out for, but this stretch right here, you hope that they can they can tread some water as they go into the break and, and rest up. That's what all you're, that's all you're hoping for at this point, man. Yeah. I, what What do you think this offense is going to look like? I mean, do you think we're just going to go Brunson heavy at this point? Just Brunson's going to be taking thirty shots a game? Yeah. That that's why I think you have to go with hard at the three. Because you still have to try to get your easy buckets with Hart trying to get you out in transition, trying to attack the basket. You know, that's one thing with Julius is that you had a guy who was forcing the issue. He was getting into the paint. He was playmaking out of that. He was scoring in the paint. He was um, he was drawing contact. He was getting to the free throw line. Mm-hmm. That that's an, that's another big big part of your game that that you're gonna lose. So. Certainly, it'll be Brunson, but if you have guys that can continue to dribble penetrate like OG, like Hart, and even Dante, the way you're able to move the ball around, then you have to be able to generate your three-point looks. You're, gonna, you're losing a guy who was, was commanding double teams and making the offense a lot easier, especially in the half court. Especially in the half court. So, Yeah. It's going to be a big loss. It doesn't matter how long he's going to be out for. It's going to be a big loss, man. Let's see. It's just... Are we just going to focus on this week? Because it's Charlotte, Utah, Indiana. I mean, afterwards, you're going to have the Lakers. You got Memphis. You got Dallas. You got Indiana again. Yeah. Houston. I mean, you got to go all the way up to Orlando. That's when you get to the break. Yeah. And just to repeat again so everybody knows, before you get to All-Star break, it is Charlotte. Utah, Indiana, Lakers, Memphis, Dallas, Indiana, Houston, Orlando. So those are the games you're facing without Randall. The games that stand out to me, if he's out, are definitely Utah, Lakers, yeah, and Orlando. Orlando, yeah, because those are the, those are teams with, you know, a height advantage at right. that point. Don't get me wrong, Indiana, speed. Not I'm not. 
overly concerned with Indiana just because they also play small. So yeah. you can kind of keep OG out there with Siakam. But you're missing your tw- another 20-point-plus score on your team. So right. you're going to have to keep up offensively. So Huge. I think that's more doable with Indiana than everybody else. We're, we're lacking height yeah. and, and, you know, and wingspan on the court. Yeah. Huge void, man. Huge void. So, uh, rest up Julius, man. That definitely rest up Julius. So, to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for your boys. CP and Alex on the ones and twos. Knicks weekly. Knicks did go 3-0 on the campaign, which is great. You know, they, they did a good job doing that. Fourth seed in the East. Let's take a look at the at the Knicks record right now. And the Hawks. Hawks just beat the Raptors by one tonight. Mm. Pacers beat the uh, the Grizzlies. All right, let's see what the standings are looking like here. Let's take a look at the standings, see where we are. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Blue Wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, fourth seed in the East right now. Only a half game up on Cleveland and two and a half up on the Pacers. You're two and a half up on the Pacers. You play them twice this week. Already lost one in the season series. So these two this week are going to be very important. Try to separate yourselves from the Pacers a little bit. You're up five. They're up five on the Heat and five on the Magic right now. Heat and Magic, seventh and eighth in the East, respectively. So this was a big week to, to gain some ground or to, to, uh, to separate a little bit from those guys. And they won game back of the Sixers, man, for third place. I know. <laughs> they won game back. If you back. have Randall, man, oh, my God. Talk about bad timing, man. They are one game back of third. So, man, Julius, we need you. Definitely need you. Get back soon, Julius. Yeah, get back soon, Julius. They are um, they they've now improved to ten and seventeen versus teams five hundred and above. Good, good, good job this week, and uh, and nineteen and zero versus teams below five hundred. Nineteen and zero versus teams below five hundred. So there you go. Now, the only difference is this week, I mean, you know, the Lakers are like, they're like one game over 500 right now. Mm-hmm. You know, so you gotta, you have to kind of like take some of that stuff with a grain of salt. Like, you could look at this this schedule for the next like nine or ten games and say like, well, maybe three of the ten are against teams below 500. But these are all winnable games. These, these are all winnable games. But w- without Julius, it's going to make it a little bit tricky. I mean, it's not like you're playing Philly, Boston, you know, at, through this stretch. Although 
that's after the break, right? Yeah. I mean, you hope Julius is back after the break because those first two games are Philly and Boston. Right. First two games, Zach. Philly, Boston. Then then you get Detroit. You get New Orleans, Golden State. But then you get Cleveland, Atlanta, Orlando, Philly, Philly. That, that goes into – that's March 12th, up to March 12th. So, yeah. By March, things things start picking up, and then before you know it, it's April, and you're looking at playoffs, man. There's not a lot of time left. There's really not that much time left. What do you guys think? Yeah, go ahead. No, do you, like, with this injury right now, I know it's still up in, uh, up in the air, but mm-hmm. is any part of you thinking about the future of Julius Randle, like, on this team? Because this is another year, like, let's say – he doesn't make the playoffs, right? Let's say like it's the worst case scenario. Yeah. As a front office, what do you do in that situation where his contract's about to end after the extension that he signed? It's coming up soon. Yeah. You're gonna have two postseasons. Let's say if you let's say he doesn't make it to this postseason. I was just thinking about it today, man. Like worst case scenario. Um, if he doesn't make it to this postseason. He should change agents. So to me, that doesn't necessarily mean he wants to be off the Knicks, but that means he wants to have someone properly represent him to get to maximize his value. Because look, at this point of his career, he's probably thinking close to 30. I want to get another solid contract because yeah. this is probably gonna be my last, last best big. contract yeah. that I'm going to get. Yeah. So if you're the Knicks and you're thinking about, hey, we haven't had you for two playoffs, you're gonna go in there with that negotiation tactic saying, We haven't had you for two playoffs fully healthy. Let's I'm just saying this worst case scenario. Does that, you know, think about Julius and a new agent? Are you worried in that respect? Because how do you fill or replace somebody like Julius, who's been, should be this season, still healthy, three-time All-Star, three-time All-NBA player? Does that worry you at all? Yeah, I mean, you know, the fact that he did switch agents certainly should give you cause for concern, man. You, you know what I mean? Uh, I'm just pulling up his, I'm trying to pull up his contract right now. So to everybody in the chat once again. Hang on one second. No, it's up on my internet. We're still live, right? Yeah, we're still live. All right. I think went into my internet went into like dial up right now. I'm trying to get trying to get this, <laughs> trying to get sports track up unless dial up. Does everybody in, in the chat know what dial up is? Yeah, I don't know. It might have been before before your times. Um. Yeah, I, I want to. No, mom, to contract. get off the phone. When when is the player? Okay, here we go. I'm trying I'm trying to pull it up, but this this website's been going slow. It is uh he's got the player option for twenty five twenty six at twenty nine, which you know he's gonna opt out of and he's gonna be looking for northwards of forty. He's gonna be looking for that. Yeah. So but uh, you know, they don't really have to decide that until maybe like after probably like by like the start of the next season. Cause he's still got one plus a player option. But CP, you know, you know as well as I know, these discussions start now as getting in preparation for those deals because you're going to have to have some sort of framework to work off of moving forward. You got to think about incentives of all star numbers, thinking about all NBA numbers, like all that's important. That's why for a guy like Brunson and not necessarily even being a starter, hopefully he does make the all star. He should make the all star as a reserve. Yeah. Like these are very important for their contracts because that's how they get the extra money. You know, I think it was Clay Thompson when he didn't make all NBA to go get one of the, the, the extra, like the super, super max. Right. It's like this, this does impact their financial outlook. So yeah. 
All I'm saying is that he probably was going to make all-star. This probably ruins a chance of getting that because he's already injured before the coach's decisions or, or votes goes in for the reserves. And then you got to think if you're not make, if you're not making the playoffs, like this just gives the Knicks more leverage to say we don't have to pay you all of that. Yeah, that's just my thought process. Man, yeah, that's forward, a fact. Man, because it's gonna it's gonna be hard to if he's gonna want more money and he knows his value, and the Knicks are gonna try to say, hey, we're trying to save because we're gonna have to pay OG. We're gonna have Brunson yeah. in the future. Puts him in the driver's seat. Yeah, man. Puts him in the driver's seat, man. You know. And, and if I were them, I try to do the same thing they did last time. Try to get him on the, under a team friendly deal. And you go from there. All I, all I know, man, is I hope they keep Randall. <laughs> yeah, because it's you got him through free. You got him as a free agent. Right. They're not going to trade him. Right. They, they need him. So hopefully everything is uh is solid, man. I know it's in the future. We don't know the results of the MRI yet, yeah. but it's still just thinking ahead. Uh, absolutely. So. Uh, we'll, we'll sit and wait there. In the meantime, I'm putting everybody on mute on Twitter. I'm not listening to anybody. I'm not reading anybody's uh, prognosis, diagnosis. Not interested in that stuff, man. Not interested. Um, how about your boy Precious, man? Are we, are we mm. gonna, <laughs> they, they want us to talk about your boy Don't, Precious. Be careful, CP. Be careful of saying that that's my guy Precious because I was, that's you know, guy, man. I, was, I was down on him and the chat's like, I yeah. can't be part of the Precious hive. No, we're going to be part of the Precious hive. Okay? Listen. Precious has been doing a good job, Precious, but don't worry. Precious has been doing the damn thing, man. You know, last five games, he's averaging eight points. Uh, no, eight rebounds, six points, eight rebounds in, in five games. And good job by him. You know, he had 10 against the Heat, 10 against the uh, the Denver Nuggets, and nine against the Nets. So damn near had, uh, you know, damn near had 10 rebounds per game this week, man. Good job by him. He's starting to come around. For sure. Very impactful this week and much needed, especially when Hartenstein went down with the injury, right? Tweaked his ankle and he stepped up, man. That's what you want to see from him. And it looks like he's starting to understand what Tom Thibodeau wants from him defensively. And especially against the Nets game, he contributed in a big fashion just offensively. But you're seeing that he's getting more comfortable in in uh, in this system. I want to see him to be able to continue that moving forward because... Look, center depth, man. If you can just rely on someone who can be versatile, give you some scoring off the bench as well. Yeah. That's a good look. That's a good look for the five, man. Yeah. But yeah. pressure's been awesome, man. Pressure's been awesome these past three games. He's he's looking good. Um, I I like that. You know, he keeps us athletic, uses his athleticism, plays good defense. He does play good defense. That that's one thing you could say about him offensively. It, it, you could be in for uh, a cardiac affair, which is why he fits in quite well with his team. But, uh, but you know, he gets boards, definitely gets on the boards. And defensively, uh, I like how he competes out there. So that, that's, uh, that bodes well for the Knicks, especially as they continue to have their front court just be not decimated, but definitely impacted by injuries. So... You lost Mitch. You had Hartenstein go down for a little bit with the, with the sore Achilles. You had Sims go down. Precious is in. Now Julius is out. But it, it's good to have him in there. You need another body out there. And so, um, yeah, just just continue. Hopefully he continues. And he should have an opportunity to, to uh, continue to at least rebound well because, I mean, you're playing Charlotte. You have Utah. You have Indiana. 
those are all games where he should be able to uh, to to continue to get get after it on the boards and and contribute to this team, whether it's as a starter or off the bench. But I have to think that he's he's going to continue to come off the bench for this team. I think he will continue to come off the bench, and we may even see him get some power forward minutes, which I'm very curious about with the second unit because yeah. you know if you go to like most of any basketball like basketball reference or ESPN. They list him as a power forward. He is six eight, according to ESPN for for height. For height, mm-hmm. I would like to see him play some of the four just because versatility, man. If you can get even, if you can get Sims out there to continue to have your rim protection, then you know defensively that fits what Tom Thibodeau is looking for. And then offensively, I feel like if you give him some minutes at the four, we get to see a little bit more of what he can do outside of just being in the dunker spot. You know, let's see him work the pick and roll more let's see him just get some of those opportunities from uh like high post get him out there baseline let's see what he can do man with the rock in his hand so i'm looking forward to to some of that while julius will be out once again julius rando out on monday versus the hornets and no news yet on the timetable in regards to how long he's going to be out for no news yet so just hang tight and and obviously we, I I guess we should hear something by by Monday. At the very least. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that like button, hit the thumbs up button for you boys. Share these videos, share it on Facebook, share it on Twitter, and uh, yeah, man, KFTV, Knicks weekly, on and popping, and definitely back tomorrow for uh, post game live. We got back to backs tomorrow, back to backs this week, at Charlotte. And then home against the Utah Jazz. And Charlotte could be could be out a lot of people. I think LaMelo's questionable. They mm. already have, uh, I think Gordon Hayward is out for this game. So the Hornets are, are going to be shorthanded themselves. Could be a bum night, man. Could be. Could, could, I'm, seeing could some be of this in the I'm, I'm seeing some of this in the chat. Do you think it was necessary? I'm, I, I think it was completely fine for Randall being the last like four minutes, four to five minutes of the game. I saw some people questioning whether Rand should have been out there in those those waning minutes yesterday against the Heat. Yeah, I thought it was ridiculous to even to even think that it was it was wrong. I mean, Spolster had the whole Heat starters out there until one minute left in the fourth. A sixteen point lead with four minutes left is is not insurmountable by any stretch. That, that's two threes, and, and now you and now you're right back into the game. Exactly. We just yeah, saw. The, yeah, we just saw the Phoenix Suns just do it uh, over a week ago. They were down by like nineteen with five minutes left. So nah, I, I I don't look at it like that, man. That's not it's not a Tibbs fault. Yeah, I was seeing that circle around. I was like, damn, that's that's a reach for me because yeah. we know twenty point leads in this game, especially today with the high scoring, that's nothing. Yeah, absolutely nothing. It, it it's nothing, man. Shout out to uh, Charlie Cruz in the chat says, uh, "Do we got KFTV play by play tomorrow? Nah, not for this, not for that game. I don't think it's Charlie. The game Hornets, is. Knicks, no." But we will be for the Pacer game. That will be our underdog fantasy game of the week. The Pacer game. And and uh, we'll be doing our game of the week preview coming up. So make sure you guys stay tuned for further announcements as far as date and time and when we're going to do the, um, the preview. But we will have play-by-play Thursday for the OB Revenge game. OB Revenge game now. How you feeling about that? That's part of this week's docket, man. Man. Your, boy, your boy's coming back home, man. It would have been much more interesting with Randall. 
on the court. Yeah, it would have been. It definitely would have been. Definitely would have been. Because you, you know there yeah. was smoke last time. You saw how Randall was looking at Obi after that yeah. foul yeah. in the last game. Even yeah. though we didn't have anybody after the trade for OG, it was like you saw him stare down Obi like, oh, word, it's like that? Yeah. <laughs> I was ready for the rematch. I, I agree with that. Definitely agree with that. Um, Let me see here. Okay, so we got Charlotte. We got Utah, Indiana, and the Lakers this week. Charlotte, Utah, Indiana, and the Lakers. What do you think? We're beating Charlotte. No, no, no Julius. No Julius, but we're still beating Charlotte. Okay. Utah is going to be... You know what? I'm going. I'm going to be a believer, CP. Okay. We're going. We're going two and one on the week. Mm, okay, two and one on the week, says Alex. What do you? Uh, no, no, no. It's four games this week. Two. It's four games. Charlotte, Utah, Indiana, Lakers. Oh, Lakers too. Okay. Yeah. We're going three and one on the week, CP. Three and one on the week. I'm going on a, on on the pessimist side. I'm going on the pessimist side, man. I think this could be a one and three week for the squad. I'm going to believe. Yeah, uh, I think I'm going uh, to believe. I'm going to be yeah. optimistic. We're gonna get. I'm. I'm hoping that we get good news soon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I believe this team will rise to the occasion. CP. Okay. OG playing the four. He's gonna be like, yeah. "This is light work. I used to do this out in Toronto all day, every day." Yeah. I gotta see. I gotta see how they play without Julius. It's a lot of offense to miss. You bring in a guy that used to be double team and that and now you don't have that in your offense now. I'm going one and three. I'm going one, one and three. three. Not think. even two and two? You're not gonna go two and two? Who's the win? I'm going one and three. Charlotte? Charlotte. Yeah. I'm going Charlotte. Wow. Yeah, I'm going I'm going one and three this week, man. Going one and three. I uh I think this pacer this pacer game is gonna be tough. Lakers as well. Without Julius and not having that size out there, um, deeper teams. Utah could be tricky as well. Utah could be very tricky. Utah Can't could be tricky Utah. as well. I, I'm going one and three, man. Going one and three. Uncle Ralph McD agrees with me in the chat. Rick Pennington is questioning you, man. He's like, "Damn, yeah. one and three. Uh, that that's that's just my opinion, man." Well, one and three. I, th- I think they go one and three this week, man. I think the loss that they get, yeah, is against the Lakers. Okay, so you going, going three I think, and one. I think AD. I think AD and LeBron is a tough. That's tough without Julius. Yeah, just I mean, LeBron's just been phenomenal, man. That Laker team is abysmal, yeah. but LeBron's been phenomenal this season. I feel like we can keep up with the Pacers. They're gonna be fast, but we can okay. keep up. Let's see. Uh, what's what? Well, first off, let's see Halliburton's injury. So he was ruled out today against the Grizzlies. He he was ruled out. Um, he's missed the previous four games. This will be his fifth one out of the lineup. So no, it's not really. They're not really saying uh, when he'll be back. Now, if he doesn't come back, I like our chances a lot better. Well, it's just no telling. There's there's no timetable right now. He's ruled out tonight against the Grizzlies. So no Halliburton, I go two and two. 
Falburn comes back. I think it could be a one in three week. What if the Knicks trade for Kelly Olenek? <laughs> I have him right and ready for that Pacers game. Yeah, that, that changes everything. The, the Knicks see Kelly Olenek yeah. this week, and they're like, you know, we need that guy. That changes everything, man. Changes everything. Mm. Yeah. Dead the hypes is Halliburton now three weeks. Yeah, but that was uh, – he, he hurt himself, what, two weeks ago? And he came back and played a little bit with Siakam. Okay. So I don't know what's up with his injury. Yeah, um, what I saw tonight was that he was ruled out tonight. Let's see. Uh, Halliburton uh, injury report. This is two days ago. Will not be playing against the Suns who left hamstring. Uh, this is going to be a four-straight game. Yeah, it's not clear. Not clear. So we'll just have to wait and see. Maybe he's back. Maybe he's not. You know, maybe he's back. Maybe he's not, man. What do you guys think in the chat, man? Leave us your predictions in the chat. I see 4-0. Jay's junk removal says 4-0. Al Tariq Hickson, 4-0. So to Al Tariq. He goes, we're good. Three and one, Jay Junk. Shiloh Blunt, CP sounds like Stephen A. Talk one and three. Okay. All right, so they, they want the pom-poms in here. Al. They want four and O oh talk in here. You know? Hey, you're just giving your opinion, man, what yeah. you believe will happen this week. Yeah. Hopefully you're wrong. Hopefully I'm right. Yeah, hopefully. Three and one. And hope, or hopefully I'm wrong, and hopefully they go four and O. Oh. Hopefully they, ha- they continue to have yeah. one of the most Active longest winning streaks this season in the NBA because that's what they have right now. Yeah, for sure, for sure, man. Uh, who else had a good week this week, man? Our guy JB Jalen Brunson now. After being uh, snubbed from the East starters, uh, Jalen Brunson was averaging a cool uh, thirty-two point four, six point six assists, and four rebounds in his Light last work. in his last five games. And then last week, it was last three, twenty-seven point seven. assists and three rebounds in three games, man. Killing. Light work. Light work. I hear that guy's pretty good, CP. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I hear he's he's all right, man. He's all right. So, great job by him. Um, You know, definitely expect him to make the all-star reserves. And, hey, with Julius out, just hope they can keep JB upright, man. Because that that's the thing, too. It's like, you know, where is Tibbs going to go with this rotation? Who's going to get longer minutes? Is it Most likely it could be Hart. I think Hart gets more minutes. But Hart's got the knee thing that he's managing. But, but CP, it's going to be Brunson OG at the forefront averaging a lot of those minutes. Because you're going to need minutes. scoring. That's JB. You're going to need defense. Yeah. And some scoring that's also OG. Mm-hmm. So, like, OG's already been playing 35-plus minutes in close matchups anyway. Yeah. Same thing with Brunson. Look, it's going to be an uphill battle for the Knicks to a certain degree, depending on the matchup. But you got to figure out how you're going to be able to rest these guys, man, and make yeah. sure that they're they're healthy for the playoffs, too. And that's the, that's the issue, man, when you're top-heavy as a team. You know, we, we've seen this in the before, especially when you look at the Brooklyn Nets when they had Kyrie, Harden, and uh, and uh, KD. Yeah. Those guys were no, – they weren't on the court 
all together that many times and they were a top heavy team. That's the issue. Yeah. You're going to see that. You see that with the Lakers, not necessarily this season, but last season you saw it. Right. That, that That's just the issue, man. That's why depth is so important for these teams and still happy about the, still, you know, I still like the OG trade, but this is where you're like, damn. RJ and Quick, where you at? <laughs> <laughs> we need reinforcements, man. We we need reinforcements. So, well, let's see what happens, man. You know, gonna gonna be an interesting week. We're still waiting on the news for Julius Randle, and then let's just go from there, man. Let's just go from there. But anyway, out short show today. Uh, I got to do PIX eleven at eleven o'clock, so I got to go uh, go get ready for that, man. Go throw the half suit on and. Uh, Get ready for that. Tomorrow on the NBA Report at 3 o'clock, we got uh, John Krasinski, man. We're going to be talking Minnesota Timberwolves check-in report with John Krasinski. Covers the Timberwolves for the Athletic. And then we'll be right back here. Knicks versus Charlotte Hornets uh, post-game show. So make sure you guys tap in, man. Number one show for the fans by the fans. Hit the like button, hit the share button, and subscribe to the channel. Also, remember that these shows are available in audio podcast format, man. No reason to miss it. But if you did miss today's show, salute to the replay gang. All right? Make sure you guys also tap in with our sponsors, man. Underdog Fantasy, guys. Go to, I mean, yeah, go to Underdog Fantasy. Use our code KFTV for first-time deposit match up to $100. Also, Manscaped. Go ahead and get your lawnmower 4.0 or ask wifey to go get you one for Valentine's Day. That'd be a good gift. That'd be a great gift. And tell us you can go to manscaped.com and use our code KFTV for 20% off plus free shipping. All right, uh, we'll see. uh, Are we waiting on the news? I guess we'll do another breaking news show once the news comes out, good or bad, and and, and we'll dissect it. So uh, we'll probably do a, a... Live KFTV in the afternoon at some t- at some point whenever it comes out, right? So, you guys stay tuned. We'll see you guys tomorrow, man. Monday. Have a great week. We out of here. Peace. I'm Mark Chapman. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua, and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter, and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film, and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.